چطوری؟ Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea Let's get the neighbors Hello, this is Neighbors, the Neighbors recap podcast and we just have a chat about the most recent episodes that went to air of the Aussie soap Neighbours, and we are about to enter into an historic era of Neighbours viewing. So I'm bloody stoked. I'm Vaya, and I'm joined by two of my mates, writers, comedians, hilarious gals, Christina Adams. Hi. Penny Tangy. Hello. Both been on Neighbours before. Check out our back catalogue. Guys, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what it to was, do. It was such a big it week. It was a hectic, hectic <laughs> week. I feel like it's um, a once-in-a-generation thing that someone comes back from the dead. Yeah. Like neighbors. Hayley's Comet. Yeah, that's <laughs> really right. intense. <laughs> we'll have to gather around the TV to witness it. So, obviously, D, the last moment of Friday's episode... She appeared, and we've got a lot to say, and we'll get there. And we're going to hear from some of you guys, uh, voice memos that have come in, reactions, theories. It's all going to happen. Now, a couple of uh, orders of Neighbours Council business. We have a book depository affiliate link on our website, neighbourspod.com. If you buy your books from there, it benefits the Pirate Net Studios here. And we've had a purchase this week of um, Bad Feminist by Roxanne Gay, Possibly by CJ, who was um, just wanting to show off that she owns feminist literature. But <laughs> if you buy your books through our Book Depository affiliate link, I'll read out the titles on this show and you can have some fun with that. Yeah, so everyone go on and buy Ulysses. <laughs> and be like, yeah, that's what I'm reading. <laughs> I bought a book yesterday on there. And it, I and wish it, I'd known. An <sighs> Infinite Jest. Just be like, yeah, I'm just reading Infinite Jest. <laughs> yeah, because I'm hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the challenge has been set. And Breaking news, by the way, just before we hit record, I got followed on Twitter by the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here Australian Twitter account. Yes. And that, that can only Why? that can only mean one thing, Penny. It must mean... <gasps> Are you going to be on the show? No. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. Okay, it can, ma- it, can, it can mean two <laughs> possible things. <laughs> the thing that I think it means is that there's a Neighbours alumni going into the jungle. Ooh. Ah. And they're like, we, we better follow the neighbours podcast girl. I would not have figured that out by myself. I, uh, I, I would never. I, serious, yeah. <laughs> That's good detective work. That's why you're in control, Maya. <laughs> and now they're liking, people have written back like, when do we watch? When's it going to be on? And now they're liking some of those tweets. So... That's my theory. Someone from Neighbours. And we had Dean Geyer in there in the, one of the previous series. And I got excited at first. I'm like, he's been on Neighbours. And Who then would I, have been, is he? Yeah, then I remembered he wasn't very interesting. Mm. So he was on Idol and then he went. Toadie's going to the jungle, I think. Would it be an ex-Neighbours person or a current Neighbours well, person? Well, I know that there's some floating theories that Olympia Valance is going in there. Mm. Possibly even a Holly Valance. Mm. Get the two Valances in. But I just don't think a current... <gasps> star would be free of the production schedule no they're flat chat yeah so it's got to be passed but anyway neighbors pod and we'll theorize theorize. and castawayawards.com.au we are up for a popular vote category in an an australian podcast award thingy it's new it's all experimental and so go and vote for us vote for neighbors and you really should because we've seen what happens if you don't vote 
Yes, yeah. in the world, Who knows? haven't we? Yeah, God dark knows. times. Mm. In these dark times, you've got to just take control over what you can control and vote for your favourite podcast that's in Australia that you've heard of in an award show. So also coming up, we're going to hear from CJ and Kate who sent me their voice memos of their D-reactions as well. So we'll get to that. D-day. Yeah. I mean, although basically at this point, it's the only reaction you can really have is she's not dead. Because that's pretty much all that's happened. Which we also knew because pre- before the Christmas holidays, she was credited, Madeline West was credited on the show as Dee Bliss. So there was no mystery there. Yeah. She wasn't credited as blonde woman or, you know. Mm. No. Sally Jones or something. So, right, I need to just dial it back now. Monday the 16th of January, 2017. Monday. Now, Penny and Christina actually worked on a comedy show called Chalk and Talk about teaching a few years back. And I have lots of questions to put to you both because Christina is a teacher. Penny's a spawn, spawn of teachers. Yeah. Spawn. Both. Well, both. All of our Christina oh. and my parents, all four of them, are teachers. Oh. Yes. Because there, there was a lot of action in the school this week. So weird and wrong and <laughs> unlike anything I've ever seen in a school, to be honest. Um, yeah. Left me with a weird feeling. <laughs> That's not what you want to feel at high school. No. You just want to avoid weird feelings. Oh. And it's the school holidays as well. Yeah, nobody has sanctioned that they should be there. <laughs> That's it, just, that is an unauthorised yeah, it's, um, learning gathering. It's like my uh, friend of mine lives across the road from a school and her sons just often run over there and kick the footy around mm. and play. And it's like... These kids have done that. They've just wanted. We used to go to our school and like our primary school and climb on the roof. (laughs) Yeah, on the weekends and and go in the boys' toilets. That's hilarious for about like two seconds. That was the first. That was the first act of rebellion as a child, going into the wrong toilets. Yes. Yeah. Um. What did you do on the roof, Penny? Um. Just we just were on the roof. You're not supposed to be on the roof, are you? So You wouldn't smoke up there or anything? God, no, we were in grade like five or six. Okay, okay. So it's just like we knew how to get on the roof, so we did. <laughs> just to make a point. Mm, exactly. I'd love to have seen this summer school session on the roof. We'll get there. Now, actually, Monday was – I really enjoyed Monday's episode. It had a lot of feelings elements. So firstly, we'll start with Paige and Courtney, who is the daughter of Tim Collins, the shonky lawyer of Erinsborough who's now in politics, they're in the pool talking about Tinder mm. and Courtney's body shaming Paige. Yes. Yeah, she was not nice, was she? No, but she's she's very superficial. She works on a very basic level. She's a basic B. And <laughs> Paige's put on weight and Paige's, you know, in her second trimester we learn this week. Mm. So when's that? It's, Four to six months, is that correct? I think oh, I don't that know. sounds about right. I, if Well, Penny... It, has been through this situation. Is so first trimester that's up until twelve weeks. Yeah, thirteen. Okay, and then depends on which book okay. you're reading. If it's Ulysses or yeah. <laughs> James Joyce had a very controversial <laughs> yes. view. So anyway, Courtney wants to go out on the town, and when neighbours' characters go out on the town these days, they've got this one set, this bar, back bar or something. Main bar, all right. City bar mm. that they all go to now. So it's at like, about four in the afternoon, yes. it appears too. I know they always There's set kids off. on excursions <laughs> and the lights still happening. But, but to be fair, if you're pregnant, that is how you do it. <laughs> if you wanted to go out, 
Like, I'm not pregnant and I'd prefer to go out at four in the afternoon. It's yeah. very sensible. Finish the I... evening off with a, a meal at about seven and yeah. then you're home. Can, can I say something about the pool? Yeah. Isn't that going to be great? Because Paige is going to be able to give birth in that. Oh, that'll be a beautiful oh. moment. Because she's always in it, so chances are. Yeah, the whole street will be, be in there. the pool. Because yeah, she's feeling at one with it. And mm. the midwife will recommend, well, you know, you've come most comfortable there. Mm. David will be there holding her hand. <laughs> and, and it'll be June, so around June or something, it'll be freezing, yes. but that won't bother her. Oh, no, that's, and, that's peak pool weather yeah, in Erinsborough. Exactly. And David's hair won't be out of place at all in the wind. It'll be great. <laughs> David, who actually, I don't think I've ever named him on this podcast. He's Tanaka One, T1. Yeah. Uh, he's, now I'm, I'm confused if he's actually a doctor or a, a, doc, a resident or a doctor in he training. He reminds me of a Lego character of a doctor because <laughs> he's got the perfect hair and he just looks like someone who wears a stethoscope but doesn't really know what he's doing. He is like a Lego person. 100%. Right. 100%. Yes. Yes. And, okay. I'm so, going to check his hands for fingers or whether he's just got <laughs> the claw. That he can grip ultrasound yeah. ones with. And yeah, he can only hold tools that perfectly fit into that claw. <laughs> they slide them in. <laughs> oh, my God. Perfection. We also get a reappearance in this episode of Pagey in Red. I have a fondness whenever mm. Paige wears a red dress because that was our very first episode of Neighbours. And it was handy this week because mm. of the spotting. Oh. <laughs> and to highlight, she's a fallen woman. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be relieved, though, if you were out and then you're hot and I'm already wearing red? Great, yeah, great, 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 great. No white pants for her. <laughs> no. So they also go undercover, uh, not undercover, they decide to do some role play that night as different oh, identities. Like so Xavier gross. Xavier and Felicity, obvious throw, uh, callback to Holly Valance's Why did they character. decide to do that again? Unclear. Unclear? Because um, they don't need to spice it up. No, they're not. They're just pals. But he keeps saying, I'm not gay. Yeah. I'm not gay. Well, clearly you are because you keep drawing our attention to it. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he says that, everyone's like, chill, bro. Like, all good, all good here. Don't worry. Cause, and Paige actually assumes he's gay. Like, and haven't you guys talked about this? Like, she suddenly says, oh, hey, on the scale of Trump to Hemsworth, how hot's that guy? Which, great rating scale. I'll give you props to that. Also, yes, which yeah. Hemsworth, it's very important to clarify. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, oops, sorry. We've been hanging out all day, but. I haven't I established his sexuality <laughs> yet. <laughs> Because also when you're picking a bar, if she thinks he's gay, wouldn't wouldn't she ask him a there's bar only, preference? There's only one. Like, <laughs> in Melbourne. It's true. In maybe it's city? maybe it's got a gay bar wing, that back yeah. bar. There's the water hole or the other bar yeah. that they go to in the city. Can I ask a question? Is it this have, has there always been so many shots of the C B D? Because I feel like now there's heaps of is this new? I think it might be they've really cranked it up. A lot They're of really Hosea tra- Lane shots yeah. with the graffiti and a lot weird. of um rowing down the river. Mm. Maybe they're appealing. Rowing's big in the in England, so maybe they're just like. I think they're trying to make it look more urban, and like they're trying to be like, it's not just suburban. These people live in a big city. Oh, like just trying to get the millennials in. Yeah, mm. maybe. I mean, because it, it seems really deliberate. Well, uh, why not get the millennials in with some um, spotting, light spotting? <laughs> so they head off. They trying to flag a taxi down to get to the hospital. It's five in the afternoon or whatever it is like just get an uber david it's peak hour it's fine yeah i like the fact that she said blood i thought that was really good oh yeah yeah they are very good at using their words lately neighbors Mm. Mm. Uh, i think uh it was the surrogacy insemination 
with um, oh. Dullcop and everything, that kind of broke the seal a bit mm. once they started talking about samples. Because and- I've seen quite a lot of um, coyness on the television, even from people who, like, consider themselves feminists and progressive and all of that, like, but won't say the word period. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's pretty confronting. And I just think... Well, in in our household, we like to say ladies' day just because it's fun and cute. You know, look, in in the privacy of your own home, but we're in the media, I feel like we should move on. No, I wouldn't give a press conference about about my ladies' days. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so we'll pick that up. She's actually fine, by the way. I don't know what that spotting was. It was Oh, that happened. No, it was just (laughs) attention-seeking. I don't think anything happened at all. It does happen, but in all the promos, they're like, something's wrong with Paige's baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's Dad's a priest. That's what's wrong. (laughs) It's devil spawn. (laughs) It's going to be born with stigmata. Hopping over to the Kennedy-Canning feud, Susan's telling off the boys, Ben and Carl, because they haven't made peace with the Cannings over the jewellery fake jewellery debacle. It's just a bit of sledging, Maya. Yeah. Just well, a bit of sledging. Oh, yes, yeah, so, because so, um, Zankan's dark on Ben because he called her a dirty cheater, like her mother, during a friendly game of backyard cricket. And Ben is like, sorry, not sorry. Like he says, so then they were boyfriend, girlfriend, now they're on hiatus. And he said to her, look, I'm really sorry, but, you know, you did cheat. So mm. I stand by my statement. And this is an interesting challenge that Zankan throws down for to Ben. She says, well, I'm smarter than you. I'm going to get a better ATAR than you. Mm. That's a... And then she suddenly starts wearing glasses to indicate that. Yes. 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 She's never worn glasses before, has she? Or does she she have them for study? But also, no, these are um, just hipster glasses. They're just for show. They're they're fashion glasses. Right. Mm. Okay. Well, Mm. I actually was quite proud of her committing to her studies. I thought that was nice. But I did think it's not just about your final score, you know? the journey it's the journey and i don't i don't think that's you know the the, the, she's it's i feel like it's unlikely that she could beat him but i'd really like it if she did i would love that and but also it's tricky because ben actually went to genius school so this is an uphill battle for zankan Mm, and as he does point out he's doing the science subjects not the arty ones so they'll be scaled up and that is correct that is what happens it is true but not if you get if you mm, they do get scaled but if you get the this. top score, like if you get like, you know, what really, really top score in those art subjects, then you're fine. It's only when you're in the middle. Is that right, Christina? That is correct. So you it, should follow your heart and what your, your exactly. natural strengths That's are. That's exactly what I did. I did all art subjects, all humanities, but all the languages scaled up. Guys, yes. like the languages. The languages mate. are very good. Don't do chemistry and maths methods because you think you should, no. like I did. It was a bad time for me. But you did really well, didn't you? Despite my choice of chemistry and maths methods, yes, I did okay. Uh, So, guys, if you do want to do French and Greek, don't worry if you haven't learnt it. Just do it. It scales up. Fine. (laughs) Latin, take it on board. I think we're giving excellent um, study choice advice today, aren't we? But I am thrilled that... There's, this is going to be a year-long academic challenge mm. now. So we're just going to – I'm really excited to see a lot of study montages and writing things on the windows, formulas on the windows and yes. all that. She'll have a pre-exam freak out. Oh, yes. She may be hospitalised. <laughs> uh, I also just don't think exam- – Special consideration. Yes. yes. That could yeah. be good. She'll have gastro for her English exam, but she'll be back on board for maths. Zankan also – I just don't actually think she's ready for year 12 – 
like a year ago she couldn't. Well, some weeks she can read, some weeks she can't. Yeah, this, this time last year she couldn't read Risk by Fleur Ferris, mm. which is a quite an easy read because I bought it. You loved it. I had a great time. Buy it on ebook. Buy it on oh, our book depository. depository. I'll link it with our book depository link, Fleur Ferris's Risk. Okay. I read it in like a night. It was yep. thrilling. Uh, but the Zangan took a little bit longer. Uh, so anyway, excited for where that's going to go. And we finish Monday with some sauciness that I was all about. It was mm. very exciting. I was 100% here for this. I've been excited for this since the summer promo of Victoria and staff sitting side by side in the boot of the car. However, I was a little bit shocked that it happened has happened so quickly. I thought this was going to be a slow burn over the next few months. Nothing slow about that burn. No, that burnt up. So There were a lot of eyes, mm. a lot of yeah. close-ups of their eyes. Which was meaningful a, music. Nice change from last week where we had the close-ups of people's mouths eating salad. Ew. <laughs> Just to highlight healthy eating on the show. Uh, so Victoria was the IVF counsellor that advised mm. the Brennans and the Rebeccas against surrogacy mm-hmm. in the way of the mother, the surrogate also providing the egg. And she's like, but anyway, you guys do you, mm. and I'm going to bow out of this situation. And Steph's like, no, but keep talking to me because you're pretty. So she's had some car trouble, broken down in front of grease monkeys, and Steph's like, I used to work here. I'll get the key, which apparently a small business owner just leaves like under yeah. the rock. Yeah, uh, you just buy one of those rocks that you hide keys under. Yeah. This is it's a similar thing happens later in the week when um, Paige and Tanaka one are at the hospital. And he, you know, oh. apparently if you've got a profession, you can pretty much walk into any yep. any workplace. I'll just walk into a school and just look, stand aside. <laughs> Your eight English is mine today. <laughs> I just go into any cultural organisation and just say, oh, I feel like doing an annual report. I'll do yours. <laughs> yep. Well, it's minor detail where you actually work. You can just turn up and give it a go. Exactly. Once you've got that little badge of what yeah. you're qualified to do, you can do it anywhere. Well, actually, if we follow Christina's Lego theme, maybe it, it could just be like a Lego game. Because yes. where you, you I just... I think we've uncovered the whole meaning behind our show. <laughs> yeah. Because like, if you've got like a firefighter Lego and, yeah. and you put that firefighter in, in the fire station, like that's all that, that's all. Yeah. You just need to wear the costume and go into the building mm. and, and you're, you're right good. to go. Yeah. I agree. And I'll tell you what, and I was thinking of another example, what people really love is like, like if you're a barista and you're in a cafe and they're being a bit slow, just get up, make your own coffee. Yeah, they love that. <laughs> they love it. There's no problem there. No. Yeah, no, because um, no one's particular about how they make their coffee. It's no, like, and no one minds you touching their stuff. No. Just get on in there, have a tinker. And There's no insurance implications. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Just don't touch the almond milk. Because mm. it tastes like sick. <laughs> I once tried an almond milk coffee and I was seriously like, I can't believe you're selling this. It's disgusting. I love almond milk, but not I think in a you coffee. need sugar. I, yeah, I, I, like I don't smoothies. mind it in things, but yeah, as a coffee, it's not the one. My stance on almond milk, it is mm. quite tasty, but it's too thin. When you put it in mm. coffee, you need to buy the homemade stuff. Go to a cafe that makes their own, uh, and it's good. Might do better because right, then just it's creamy. Blend up some my own almonds. Yeah, milk the almonds. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they've mentioned the word lesbian in this scene, which I was thrilled for. Mm. Let's hear a bit now, actually, of um, just some some girl-on-girl chat. I think I'm going to get a lot more out of this the second time around. But maybe she's got a point. You know, maybe, maybe I don't really get it. I don't know. I've been in relationships with men and women, and in my experience, it's, it's about the people, not the gender. It sounds like she's just using the whole lesbian thing to cut the conversation rather than it actually being a problem. 
So there's some chat on the boot. They talk about their ex-girlfriends and Victoria's very, very forward about. So tell me about the time you went out with a lady. What was that like? Let's talk about it in detail. Yeah. <laughs> Did you kiss? <laughs> Did you do this? <laughs> and there was immediate sparks. It was like, uh, you've got to have a spark with the person. And there was immediate like... Oh, there were embers flying everywhere. Mm. There were, were there, there were embers, I think. Yeah. I think someone was welding in the background. I hope it wasn't a total fire band day. <laughs> no. I think it was because there were a lot of emphasis on the heat in these episodes. It would have been, wouldn't it? It would yes. have been total five and. Mm. Mm. So this is great because we've been calling this for a while now that Staff's had more chemistry with both members of this couple. So Victoria is Victoria Lamb and she was the mother of um, Josie Lamb who went out with Callum Rebecca for a little while. I wasn't in that era. I didn't miss Actually, all of I that. wasn't even really in that era. Mm. I just heard a lot about it because she was referred to on Twitter as Lambshanks because, um, yeah, Josie Lamb. And yep. her other mother is Ellen Crabb, who is the sergeant at Erinsborough Police Station, Mark's boss. And so we've got Ellen Crabb and Victoria <gasps> Lamb and Kate Remude, our co-host, has now come up with a better nickname for Lambshanks, <laughs> and that is Surf and Turf. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> is this going to be the first polyamorous relationship? Ooh, not not a not a love triangle, a polyamorous relationship. Well, I've got I've got more polyamory vibes from the Tanaka Love Square, really. T one, T two, Amy and Azza. Oh yeah, that maybe they work. can do two at once. Yeah, there can be a yeah a square and a triangle. Yeah, makes a house. <laughs> <laughs> Lego house. Um, yeah. Now, I actually thought Staff had more chemistry with Ellen Detlez, but I'll take what they give me. I like mm-hmm. Victoria. Mm. She's, she's a nice chick. So we'll park that because this is going to be great. Oh, the other thing we learned in this episode is that Piles are on the run, Piper and Tyler. They're trying to track them at a hotel in Brighton. However, they've checked out of the hotel because we learn off screen Piper and Tyler have tried to check a cat into the hotel. They've taken Clementine the cat with them. Yeah, but we never see Clementine. Hang on. Who does Clementine live with? Piper. But why would you take a cat with... I mean, the cat, the cat doesn't want to go. The cat just wants to stay home and use the litter tray they're used to. Yeah, exactly. Also, Clementine, she kind of really doesn't even... She just loitered around one day and Piper's like, you're my cat now. So really... Piper, Clementine's home is the great outdoors. Kind of like what she did with Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So ill-advised. All right, we're well, moving to Tuesday. Tuesday. Now, T1's wandered into Erinsborough Hospital and done a DIY ultrasound on Paige. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's not unusual at all. <laughs> just, um... If you're a doctor, you can doctor anywhere with anyone's equipment mm. and then you're allowed to just leave her in there with the expensive equipment having a moment with your fetus mm. which i didn't understand because she was like can i just have a moment just looking and watching it and it's like yeah but if the stick's not on your tummy yeah. you can't see it anymore you've just got goo on your stomach and does the stick go anywhere else because that's a weird situation for you to be in with oh. one of your best mates um <laughs> can i know the answer Sharp <laughs> intake of breath Oh, well, sometimes for uh, for your f- first ultrasound, sometimes they do need to do an internal one. Yeah, but I, th- I think it might be a different stick. But they didn't need to do it for her. Which is yeah, it's just I mean, it's very up close and personal. With firstly a guy you've only known a couple of months, but oh, it's, secondly, you don't he's even a know. Doctor, you can trust a doctor. 
I, don't, I don't think he's a doctor yet. Can someone tweet me? Because I can't tell where he is in his medical journey. Yeah, where did he graduate? I don't see it. He's very Any hospital in, he's in, he's just loiters around. I think they'd call security if he arrived. Because um, who is he? Nobody knows. No, he's just from Sydney, mm. Newcastle. It is good to have another doctor, though, take the pressure off Dr. Carl. Oh, actually, yeah, great. In fact, the next emergency, we're gonna, we'll probably have T1 on scene. Yeah, with a hand drill. Yeah, that'd be good. Now, also importantly here, two things. One, the gang are sitting around in the coffee shop, Ned and co, are talking about T1 and call him Dr. Dull. They nickname him Dr. Dull, which I think is a little subtle nod to Neighbours because we bestowed the nickname Dull Cop onto Mark Brennan. Nice. Yes. He is Dr. Dull. Yeah, but also, yeah, it's very... I don't mind him, though. I don't mind a bit of a... Because he's very nice. I don't mind him either. And I think it's very strange that the script is calling attention to a character that people find boring. That's a little bit that too close bit... to home. It mm. is a bit weird, isn't it? Because it's, it's like the, the next thing they're going to be like, and what's happening now? It's just completely unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll be killed off. Because it's. Like, do you, you feel like you're in a badly written soap? I do. <laughs> like, because he's. It's not. He's not a guestie. He's in the main titles. Yeah. You can't call one of your main star. My main stars boring. It's our job as viewers. Weird. Anyway, yeah. now after Staff and Victoria's close eye gazing, mm. Staff. Runs to Loz. They like to have DNMs about their sexual encounters. But the next morning, doesn't Steph wake up in bed with Mark? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's thinking about the spark, mm. and she wakes up next to this charred, burnt-out old log. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Don't you reckon? Yeah. yeah. What a letdown. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's been waking up next to that log for a while now. I know. Actually, they don't even live together yet. Still, they're engaged, and they've got a child in another lady's womb. Because that's normal. No, no members of that family live in the same house. Sometimes that's better. It's like Woody Allen and What's-A-Face waving at each other across the park and look how well that turned out. Yeah, that's yeah. on paper that mm. might seem like I a good I think they idea. need to move in together. They need to get that sorted. Yeah. yeah. They just shit each other when they live together. They tried it. They tried. They? They, they tried living together and they were like, well, this is annoying. Can you go back over to Toadie's? And straight afterwards, Sonia's like, yeah, we really need to give them a baby. Mm. Oh. I don't think they've got all the hallmarks of a couple that's going to go the distance. Maybe. No. A baby's for life, not just for Christmas. Christmas. Maybe, Sonia, since Steph lives with them, maybe she's like, well, it's my baby. It'll just stay here because Steph will stay here and then it'll be mine because it won't go live at the Brennan house. She thinks she wants to give it away. There's going to be custody issues. Huge well, custody issues. Well, Paul issues. said that, didn't he? And Paul really tells it like it is to Steph in a way that – it's really good, but, I mean, can you imagine if a friend or someone you knew actually gave you a truth bomb like that? Like, you'd never speak to them again. No, it's like, well, the baby's implanted, so what do you want me to do here, buddy? Yeah, well, he used to tell her to get out, but, like, yeah, but he's done. he does that all the time with her, like, mm. just tells her, your boyfriend's a loser. I guess it's good. Like, if, you, if that is happening, you might want an outside party to weigh in if you are dating a loser. No, no, not like that. No one ever takes that well, that kind of like no. really strong advice. No, sure you just kick them to – you'd just be like, get out. Yeah, you'd defriend them on Facebook. But they, mm. but they own a business together. They run the motel together. Mm. Mm. Look, you can do business with someone without having to interact. Yeah, you don't have to talk about their spouse. Yeah, you can just email each other. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> Steph decides to solve her uh, insecurities about Dullcop by popping home for some afternoon delight with him. And Lauren comes around to check in on her, like the same day after they've had that heart-to-heart, brings around some flowers and Steph's like, no, I'm cool, we're cool, we just did it. So Yeah, they're very open. Like every, any, if someone visits and they've just had sex, like, yeah, we've just been rooting. <laughs> yeah, like, he's in the shower, it was a bit messy. <laughs> and there's a lot of that this week. There's yeah. a lot of, hey, I'll meet you at home and uh, let's get it on. Yeah. And it's and been happening for a few weeks now. Like last it's week. It's the heat wave. It's doing strange things to them. Like last week, Tarage walked in when Carl and Susan were almost. In yeah, the, the exact the same thrones. thing happened, and then they and they just acknowledge it, like what they've just been doing. Yeah. And I find that really odd. I've never, no, I, I don't think I would do that. I don't think I've ever told, like, unless you're in your early twenties and out on the scene, and mm. like, then you were like, I would immediately text my friends. <laughs> yeah. and guess what, guys? <laughs> it's been a good weekend for Vasey. <laughs> but if, Vazie's but even then, golf. if they like rocked around to your house, would you be like, I've just got to wash my hands? Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Would you? Just have a quick shower. Don't sit there. Don't sit there. Oh, I haven't cleaned it up yet. It's just a lot of, I mean, again, in my early 20s, like I had friends that we would just sit there and we would tell each other every last detail. Really? Not with me, it didn't. My, no, my friend Connor, she was very open. Oh, she selected yeah, the she would. She would. Yeah. Actually, she did an episode of Neighbours. Go back and listen to that. She's a hoot. Yeah, but, she's fun. But... Um, yeah, we would leave no stone unturned. Really? Yeah. I turned le- all the stones. I learned a lot about the ins 100% and outs. 100% turned. Yeah. So well, the ins and outs. Yeah, but we won't talk about them. No, now. but we're in our 30s now. We would never have that conversation now. No, no. So it's private. weird. It's weird. Uh, okay. Now, speaking of inappropriate sexual conduct, mm. piles. Mm. So just to reset, Piper is a 17-year-old girl about to go into year 12. She's got a lot of sass. Mm. Yeah, she's a very uh, independent, confident young lady. Tyler is a twenty-five-ish, unspecified age year old mechanic with a man bun. Yeah, so you know he looks youthful, and he's a, probably at the mental capacity of a seventeen-year-old, mm. if not mm. younger. Uh, they we've talked at length on this podcast about the problems we have with their age, their age. And I know a lot online, we get a lot of responses from people who, A, have are in relationships with an age difference or mm. have been in relationships mm. with an age difference, or B, or when they were a teenager, had older partners. Yeah. It's not uncommon. No. And it's very hard to be preachy about something when you're okay with it in some aspects of life. Like, obviously... If you are open about this sort of thing with your family and like they've met your partner and you're very mature and you're all legal of a legal age, then it's probably in real life it's okay. But I think my problem is when it's depicted in a soap, it can be very kind of romanticized. Yes, and idealized, like, isn't this great? And you it's know, technically yeah. illegal if no. she's under 18. No. no. Isn't it? No. We've done a lot of reading. <laughs> oh, because I. No. Mm. 16, I think, is consent. But if they're no. two years... No, no that's under 16. A... Under 16. So, well, I should know this because I teach it. Yeah, but you don't root your students. So. <laughs> no. I'm like, no. Nah. Well, in fact, I will ask you, Christina, in a second. Yeah, and obviously I'm very, very happy with a lot of the parents being outraged about it. Mm. 
on Neighbours. However, I really think they're flogging a dead horse at this point. Like they're not Mm. saying Mm. anything helpful to these kids. And at some point when someone's in a relationship that you might suspect is not healthy for them, it doesn't help to push them away. You need to have them to be able to come to you when if Mm. they need to in the future because if you have just shouted them and yelled at them and told them how awful and not under my roof don't you dare and all that sort of thing then you've just pushed them away and perhaps made them more isolated Mm. and so that's not not the way to go christina how do how would you approach it i don't know if it's if you've had students that have come to you with older relationships Um, or if you've seen it happen not terribly regularly i have to say i think you know, year 11 and 12 students quite often might be dating someone who's just started uni or yeah. has an apprenticeship and, and even that can throw up difficulties. So you've got one person who's of a legal age, one who's not. So quite often the younger one feels left out mm. of a lot of things. And I think, oh, I don't know, 25 and 17 is a huge, huge mm. age gap at that time in your life. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it is a big gap. Mm. It's not um, – and it can be different as well sometimes. Not everyone leaves school in the 18. So if you'd already left school and you were already working and stuff like yeah. that, then you'd be at a more similar life stage as well. And also Piper was in Canada for bare minimum 2.5 years. Yes. So she's, you know, she's had a lot of world experience. I don't think it's necessarily the age gap that's mm. the issue. I think it's more that – it opens her up to this whole other lifestyle where somebody does have autonomy over where they are and what they're doing at any given point in mm. the day, whereas she, she doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Although I can't understand why in real life what would happen is he would move out of his – I know he doesn't have a job at the moment, but he would move out of his brother's house and get his own place and Piper would move in there. Yeah. That is what would happen. That's what happened on Degrassi mm. a lot. Yeah. It's just really odd, particularly like since she was already – and they've mentioned that she had an older boyfriend while she was in Canada. Mm. So really if they can't police the fact that she's seeing adults while she's an exchange student, then how are they going to suddenly go, oh, hey, you know, we should take more of an active role in our daughter's romant- romantic life. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean my main thing about it is is Tyler should really just have a lot of people who know him going, dude, you're a loser. And they what weren't. What are you doing? And, you know, like it, all the problem seems to lie with with her. Yeah, yeah. and it's really it's just like yeah, Tyler, go and get a life. Yeah, you've had one sister. That's enough. She's had two. two. Yeah, no, but I know. He's, oh. No, this no. is number three. Oh, what? He's had them all. No, is it any? He hasn't had Amber. He hasn't had Amber. What? Uh, oh, but she's not two. her sister. Okay. All right, I'm let's confused. let's lay all it all right. out here. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a lot of trouble accepting this. Tyler Brennan joined the street and he met young Imogen Willis. To be fair, they didn't have sex. No, they they, but they went out on a couple of dates and they wound up in the men's shed playing strip poker. So they got down to their undies and then they were busted and that was that. And then, but then since then, they've also been on a couple more dates. So like he's already dated a Willis sister. They think they've done the passion that's about it but they've seen each other in their undies then he fell madly in love with Paige who's was in, he in love with her yeah Imogen and Piper's mm-hmm. half-sister so Paige was dating dull cop Brennan and Tyler was like oh but I love you Paige and we're really good friends and we're better together and there was all these scenes where Mark would be at the Rebecca household discussing mortgages and Paige was like I just want to go play video games with Tyler and <laughs> 
And so they got trapped um, in the in the school. They got trapped in an elevator when the school was on fire, oh. and they made out and like probably went to third base, if not all the way. And then recently, um, they hooked up again and actually had sex and were having and that a fling was after he had been with piping yes. some capacity. So in in the middle of all of that. Piper and Tyler had chemistry, obvious chemistry with each other. I think this is why we're in a problem here because clearly the two actors have chemistry and the writers are like, well, we want to harness that chemistry. It's great. And the viewers love it. But, however, the – The backstory is bad. Yeah. So they've written themselves into a weird corner where the actors have great chemistry but they're in inappropriate situations. Yeah, okay. So it's almost like if they'd known – because Piper came into the show much after Paige. It's almost like if they'd known – the chemistry would be so good with him and Piper, they would have held off of the page romance. Mm. So now he's at the point where, yeah, he's on to his third Willis sister. Mm. And and do we know if him and Josh? <laughs> it's not ever. canon, but who knows what happened. Yeah, exactly, off screen. Off screen. Uh, so I just don't understand how it's not a deal breaker for Piper to go, you've – because he's now – piles have now had sex. So it's – I just don't know how you can – I've got a half-sister. I, well, I see her as my full sister, but technically we're half-sisters. And she's a lot younger than me. But never in never in a 100 years would I ever want to go somewhere where – that I don't want to go to an area that she has seen intimately and I don't no. want her to go to an area that I have seen intimately. I just think that That's is just odd. so far away from what I would ever – but also, Deal like, with. like, just how awful. I just thought it was awful when Tyler and Paige did that because when they got back together the second time because yeah. I just thought that's so me- – like, you know that this person and you're just getting together. Like, they were like, oh, no, it's just sex. We're not interested in a relationship. Well, go and find someone else to have sex with. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you have to do well, this thing that you know is going to hurt? They whole, All of them seem to be using Tinder constantly. Yeah. Just Tinder somebody. <laughs> Neither of those two people will find it hard to get a route. No. In fact, we slept with Courtney last year. Courtney would be like, yeah. Courtney would be bang up for it. Yeah, no worries. Let's go, mate. Yeah. And she's very thin, as she keeps telling everyone. Thanks, Courts. Mm. It's almost – sex is so intimate. I just don't see how they can pass it off as, oh, yeah, we didn't mean anything. Well, it meant enough for you to share bodily fluids with somebody. So, really, like, come Mm. on. Anyway, however – Piles are in love and they've gone off. Christina's appalled. <laughs> Just appalled. Piles are in love and they've gone off to Glen Rowan where Ned we're Kelly's all, last stand. lovers go. <laughs> Glen Rowan. <laughs> such a weird How do they choose? Location. I don't know. There's someone oh. just, do they just throw something at a map of Victoria? Glen Rowan. Because it wasn't, it's not even like a nice beach town. No, not, not Hepburn Springs. <laughs> Hepburn, Hep would be lovely. Yeah, a bit of Hep. <laughs> they could go to Hep and get Hep. <laughs> in the mineral springs yeah. uh they, they picked just a dusty oh. town three it's three hours from melbourne yeah it's like going to yay for the weekend nobody does it i'm your priest oh, from yay can you oh. can you put it into british context if you're in london and you want to take a road trip Oh. Where's somewhere you wouldn't go? I've only been to London once and yeah, same. I went to Windsor and that was quite lovely for the day. Mm, I went to Brighton. That was very yeah, so nice. Yes, that's a nice thing you do. Mm. Oh, the Brits can tweet us. It's yeah. Tell us a place where you just wouldn't trek out for three hours no. for a road trip. Because this is what Mark and Ned do. They're 
um, going to pursue these this couple and they're going to hop in their car and go track them in Glen Rowan. I love it if you go to Frankston, you got to stay overnight. But if you go yeah. to Glen Rowan, that's a day trip. Yeah. <laughs> Knock it over in a day. So Pipes has gone out to see the sights of Glen Rowan. She's on That'll trip. take two minutes. <laughs> She's on TripAdvisor. Yeah. And They've got a nice bakery. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ned and Breno have busted in and Tiles has had a really nice heart-to-heart with Ned. There was a really funny moment, though, when Tile, when Pipes was talking about the Kelly gang and Tiles goes, I like hearing you talk. It makes me smarter. It kind of does, doesn't it? It's like an audio book. <laughs> Give me the facts. <laughs> so they pressure Tiles into doing the right thing and bringing this 17-year-old girl home to her mm-hmm. family who are worried about her. But he brings her home by by not telling her that those guys have rocked up, which I think is wrong because, as she said, I thought we were equal in this partnership. Mm. So either he thinks that they're equals and that's why it's okay for them to be together or he thinks she's a child and needs to be under the guidance of her parents. You can't mm. kind of have it both no. ways. And also that's a three-hour car trip to not talk about a massive thing that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> like I always struggle – I'm in a long-term relationship and we drove to Warrnambool recently, which is three hours away, and sometimes you struggle for topics. Yeah. Someone's playing Candy Crush, not engaging. (laughs) And if my, like, brother-in-law, my brother and your brother just rocked up and tried to break us up, I'm like, that's a massive life event. Yeah. That would take half the car trip to nut out and chat about. Yeah, exactly. What were they talking about? Where are we going to stop for snacks? No, they push your point in the Kelly gang (laughs) and just talking about them. And and, and she can be like, oh, and – um. Peter Carey wrote a book about them. And he'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so smart now. <laughs> Peter Carey, True History of the Kelly Gang. Get it on our book depository affiliate link. That's a great idea. Uh, yes. I'll link it. I'll link it on our page. Uh, and then Ned and Breno have, have this three-hour trip back home and they don't have a heart-to-heart till they get out of the car, which no. I think is a wasted opportunity. It's not till they get out of the car that Ned says, hey, mate, stop talking to me about my love life. We're not doing that. We're not that kind of fr- those kind of mates. No, normally you get out of a car – after a long trip and you don't really want to chat to the person you've just got out of the car with because no. you've sorted it all out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So weird, weird geography in this one. And then, of course, Pipes works out that the boys have been round to sort them out and Tyler lied to her and then she goes spare on him. Which is fair enough. Yeah. She was dressed like a 12-year-old, wasn't she? It's weird because I've seen her wear some great outfits. Yeah. But whenever she's supposed to be a mature lady around Tyler. They put her hair in pigtails. They put her in school uniform-like outfits. It's weird. It's a weird message, isn't it? By the way, at this point, there's a heat wave. And we know now, last week I was a bit unsure about the placements of the heat wave, the placement of the heat wave. But this week, there's the orange filters back. And I have noticed from... Sweat patches. Yeah. From this episode on, the male characters all have sweat patches. Yeah, but women don't sweat. No, no, ladies don't sweat. It's very unladylike. Just yes, gentlemen sweat. No, horses sweat, gentlemen perspire, and ladies glow. Mm. Oh, very good. Mm. So this time last year, a natural disaster style heat wave struck Erin's oh. and the show was orange for a good seven days. <laughs> and just with a bit of waviness. That always <laughs> happens when it's hot. And didn't Susan get lost in the outback on the way to the shops? Yeah, they went to like they went to the Glen. She went to take Doug Willis to the Glen because he's an old man and you've got to look after the elderly. So she mm. got in to get him out of the sun, but they popped in the car and the car died. So then they had to get out to go for help and they took their water bottles and ended There's off. There's a lot of bush near the Glen. 
What is the Glen? It's at Glen Waverley. It's a very overrated shopping centre. It's like Centro. Mm. Um, I assumed it was the Glen. Obviously, no no names were named, but they were going to shop unnamed shopping centre near mm, Erinsborough. That's right. the Glen, or like Bram, Brandon Park, oh, Centro. That's bleak. <laughs> so, uh, now, and also everyone's pool's getting a run, finally, in mm. summer. And they actually have the, – the neighbours' heatwave has coincided quite well with some of the Melbourne heatwaves that have happened lately. So that's tied in well. However, so Pipes is back. Paige slaps her, which I think is a little extreme. A little extreme. Yeah. Who slaps her? Paige. Paige slapped Piper. Yeah, I, wrote, I don't remember it, but I've written I don't it. remember that either. I just went along she with it in case her. I missed something. That's rude. <laughs> I don't remember it, but it's written in my notes. So that oh, means... no, she punched her. What? Didn't she? What? Like on the arm. Oh. oh. Yeah, do you remember that? That's fine, but a full-on slap in the face, that is rude. Because um, she's angry that she took off without telling anybody, which is fair enough. But Yeah, but you don't hit someone. That's not the way you resolve no, your problems, so they're, they're resolving all of this badly. They're yelling at the kids. They're punching them. It's just <laughs> none of this is going to bring about the results you want. No. You know what? I think it's all because of the heat. Mm. Because People, domestic violence incidents go terrible. up in the heat. Mm. I get crabby in the heat. <laughs> like, it's all linked to the heat. Yeah, I um, we don't have air conditioning in this apart um, in the Pirate Net Studios. Do you break up every time it's hot? I would. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's I. It's been a bad summer. In fact, we just bought a portable unit, aircon unit, and I think that's... The KB to move into. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually, I'm the, he's fine in the, he just mm. puts himself in front of 14 fans and he's fine, but I'm just like running around screaming. I'm raging. Mm. I start a lot of stuff in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Finish it when the cool change yeah. comes through. <laughs> cool change. You see, let's forget about that conflict. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not leaving you. <laughs> no, I'll unpack my stuff now. <laughs> Yeah, so it is quite surprising that a lot of these couples are getting it on because really heat doesn't bring people together. Oh, no, it's like, don't touch me. (laughs) I mean, they all do have swimming pools, which is a different story. Last week or 10 days ago or something, there was a heat wave and I went to a stranger's pool. My friend just said, oh, my friend's got a pool. I'm like, cool, see you there. I don't know him. I'm like, have I met this guy? She's like, maybe. Turned out fine though, didn't it? Yeah, I rocked up. I'm like, hi, I'm very nice to meet you. Thank you for the use of your pool. Here's a bottle of wine. Please don't speak to me. (laughs) No touching. (laughs) Yeah, it, yeah. no one gets it on in the heat. It's too slippery. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe. No, this is not safe. You could fly off. <laughs> See, this is You'd have to wear grippy gloves. <laughs> this is veering into the level of detail I'd get into in my early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's raging on piles. They're all piling on piles. They have a couple of cracks at talking about it calmly, which lasts for about two sentences. Yeah. The the one valid point they are raising, I think, is why don't you just wait till VCE's over? It is a good point. Mm. Because if you are hashtag soulmates in love forever, then mm. 12 months, like not even 12 months, it's like 10 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. HRs before boyfriends. Yeah. yeah. He could just quite easily go, yeah, we love each other. I'll wait until October when mm. your exams I'll are over. I'll sleep with the rest of the neighbourhood, <laughs> but I will wait. I'll work, your way, I'll I'll work my you. way through the Willis family tree. Yeah. And Have we'll you got miss- any other relatives I don't know? He's a little King Henry VIII, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so I just think that's where the argument falls down for them. It's like if you really love each other times 11, then mm. let the girl study for her exams and then get back together. 
Now, Tiles' job's in jeopardy too because he decided to leave work to go on a mm. jaunt. Mm. He did. With a teenager. So, really, that's not unwise. Oh, and Aaron says he's going to help him. I'm going to help you with this issue. And what's, How? What's, what's Aaron going to do? He gets a whole lot of testimonials, doesn't he? Yeah, Which I thought weird. maybe he was going to like start like a Twitter account. Or just, like, just called I'm an ace mechanic and if everyone said so. And then he made that really wrong – someone in their testimonial made that comment about a panther on heat. Yeah, and the engine yeah. Yeah, purring. Dirty. I checked out of this situation, but I do like the idea of the Twitter account. Mm. And then he could go, um, RT, if you agree, uh, favourite, if you have further questions. Mm. Mm-hmm. That could be lovely. Uh, and that's what everyone needs if you're facing them. Um, that's what I do every time my employer threatens to sack me. I just start a Twitter mm. about how great I am at work. Yeah, oh. just campaign. Mm. Social media campaign. Yeah. I did a social media campaign to try and get the job of Neighbours Social Media Manager. Oh. And it went really well and it got a lot of support, but mm. I didn't get the job. So... Those will not employ you, will no. they? It's about the journey. Mind. We got a lot of groundswell that campaign, mm. so that was good. Oh, that was my first ever tweet yeah. when you did that. Oh, well done, Penny. I thought I'm going to have a go at this. Oh. Give oh. it a crack. At least something good came out of it. This is yeah. a silver lining. Anyway, Tarage at this point also tells Loz to butt out. She's like, can you stop parenting my child, yeah. please? Uh, but also Loz has been the only reasonable one, so I don't know. So they're all going to sit around and have this lunch, which people are invited and uninvited to to resolve this relationship issue. But what then, are they having for lunch? It doesn't even. It just looks like a potato salad and a green salad, and that's it. It's hot. It's the salad weather. Right. Yeah, but that's yeah. not lunch. <laughs> they need some falafels. Yeah, falafels. Yeah, you do need a protein in there. Mm, I just feel a bit let down by the lunch <laughs> offering. <laughs> and it's to rage. Like she did mention Thai food at one point later, so she is prone. She is like her preference would be takeaway with all the trimmings. So mm. she'd order lunch in. She wouldn't sit there lazy, tossing a salad. Lazy, lazy person. <laughs> um, Paige decides to take the heat off her little sister. She'll go drop the "I'm pregnant" bombshell to just divert attention, which is a bit like throwing a ball to a dog, hope, hope, hoping they'll run away and mm. leave you alone. Mm. And it works. Uh, we'll bit that up in the next episode. Also, Paige's team piles. She's like, I really think you guys are great together. Yeah, she was very promotion-y. Yeah. I've rooted him. <laughs> He's pretty good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I've paved the way. You can have a go now. Or another theory could be maybe he's he's not he's that great not in the He's very sack. good. He's a nice guy, but I'm not going to be bothered with that again. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the other thing is Piper and Zan can have a little catch-up, which I think is – this is the bit where I couldn't suspend disbelief. Two 17-year-olds, or 16, 17-year-olds, they should be on their phones with each other all day, every day through summer. Mm. Like they mm. would be up to date on every minute of each other's whereabouts and relationship yeah, exactly. status changes. And But suddenly they regroup at the Willis house and, and now they're up to speed on who took off with whose adult boyfriend. And There is no way they didn't know that. No. Zankan's enrolled in summer school. My first question, Christina, is summer school a real thing? It is not a real thing. There is no way you could convince a teacher to be at a school in the middle of summer. And it's American. We yeah. don't do it. It's just not a thing. They do do, like, I think at Melbourne Uni they do some kind of study. Oh, like revision camp, lectures and stuff. Over summer oh, there was something. But not thing. at your not school at your with school. your teacher. Yeah, no, no, they're not paid yeah. to be that. Like, they don't have that 
extra money. To no, the, the, the you get money. leave. You only get leave in the school holidays. Yeah, like there, there are lots of organisations that run sort of preparation lectures for year 11 and 12, but that's with groups of kids from all over the place in big central locations, not sitting with your special teacher. And uni is different. Like, yeah, you can do a summer intensive mm. subject. Oh, yeah, that... and if you fail something, sometimes you have to do it in the summer. Yes, <laughs> that never happened to me. And but I guess it nearly did. Close. It would be plausible if they'd hired a tutor for Zancan, mm. but that would be like a uni student that would come and hang out with her over the summer and yeah, get her exactly. up to speed. Look, they just wanted to get everyone back in the school with some half nude men around, and yeah. that that's fine. Whatever you need to do to make that happen. Yeah, it would have even been a little bit more believable if. Because I guess they have hired Ellie as Zankan's tutor, which is odd. Like, you you don't normally hire your kids' teachers to tutor them. You're actually not allowed to. Yeah, I would have thought you were. Oh, I'm not allowed to tutor kids from my school. How come? I don't know. Oh, no. I mean, no. I came from other schools. Oh, yeah. I totally see why. Because if you're tutoring that kid, you're sort of invested in them doing better. And so then maybe in the classroom, you're also giving them extra attention. Mm. It's the same reason why, you know... It's just frowned upon. Yeah, I just think... I, no, I, I, I can understand that. Yeah, I used to tutor as a part-time job after I left Year 12. And it's also good because you're like a young adult. You can relate to the kid on their level. like, And mm. you've just gone through what they're studying. So that's a, a better way to do it. Whereas the teacher can be a bit further removed mm. from that. So it's a bit harder. And also the teacher can just be like... Would it, why don't you just listen to what I said in class? Because a lot of tutoring was me telling the kid, if you just listen to what the teacher says in class, write it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we can look over it. All of this will make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> because if I was tutoring and, and the kid didn't understand, I'm like, um, I spent 50 minutes on this today. Mm. Can we – like, what's going on? This is a waste of your time. A waste of my time. <laughs> yes. So school's open. Ellie's been roped in with running this <clears> summer school <throat> class. And also immediately we have this Asian stereotype. Oh. But she is attracted to the tattoos, even though she is a stereotype. Yes, she's complex stereotype. Yeah. Mm. Lee Mixed Ki- messages. Lee Kim Chen is immediately... She like, did get to talk. Oh, which is always a plus. Sometimes yeah. sometimes the non-white performers aren't allowed to speak. So it was a nice mm. change. Lee Kim is immediately portrayed as this smart Asian kid. Because yeah. Zankan's like, how do you know everything? And Lee Kim's like, I just study. It's my genetics. <laughs> My second question is, if she's so smart, why is she in summer school? Just can't get enough. Because Zankan later says, all the kids at summer school are so smart. Yeah. like, Well, I guess maybe it is for the kids who want to get ahead. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's for the kids who don't have anything else to do. And the air conditioning was broken. Now, Christina, has, have things changed? When I have spent time in public schools, there's no air conditioning. No, there's not. <laughs> there's, Look, it doesn't break. It's the just only, not there. The only area of the school that is comfortable at any given point is the administration area that is the, always beautifully ambient. Sometimes the library. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then they yes. won't let kids in. No. They're no, like, where shut the doors. <laughs> just put your books through the chute. <laughs> just goes with the territory being a librarian. You have to be a bitch. <laughs> I went to um, a private school for high school and not all those rooms were no, air-conditioned. No, no, schools, they just like to let them sweat it out, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, and then there's always that urban <laughs> myth, if it gets to 35, we all get to go home. No, no, you don't. You're not builders. No, there's no union agreement for you 14-year-olds. <laughs> just suck it up. 
That's when I usually say, look, there are kids in Uganda who are doing it a lot tougher than you are. And then we have a <laughs> bit of a thing. eat all of their lunches yeah. as well. Oh, my God, you were such a hard ass. Yeah. Like, look, I'm really uncomfortable as well, but I guess I'm being paid to be here. So that's uh, all good. So Ned's doing his community service. Number one, I mean, to be in a school, you have to have a working with children check. Yes. To do a job there. If you are on community service, are you approved for your working with children check? No, I don't think so. I think that is a separate thing that uh, you need to do. If you're in trouble with the law, that's probably one of the speed yeah. bumps that would mm. prevent you from getting your working with children check. Yeah, I don't think And I'm supervised. Like, he's just there by himself. He's not part of a team. No, no. The chain gang's not there, mm. Pastori Josh style, in the high-vis vests. No, it's pretty disturbing, actually. He's freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and... Putting aside the fact that Ned is my TV boyfriend and very attractive and happy with the shirt off gear, like, fine. Like, yep. send me those videos privately. But I don't need them in this storyline. I just don't. It is very weird. And also, I am going to bring this up and be quite strident about it. Sun smart. Yeah. What's he doing? He's yep. out there. He's not. He hasn't slip slop slapped. I know he hasn't slipped. Has he slopped? I don't know. But <laughs> That'll be later. And has he? <laughs> Has he slapped? No, he's no. got no hat on. Actually, no one ever wears a hat. They're by the pool, no one's in a hat. No. Does he have the SunSmart app? Because we do on our phones. Oh, do you? In our household and we like to check it. And if the UV is four or above, then you have to wear a hat and sunscreen and your sunglasses. And his community service rep should be all over that. And that, that is the rule. And what would Sid the seagull, the SunSmart seagull say? He would say, stop it, Ned. <laughs> is there a seagull? Yeah, Sid the seagull. Is, does it, my like, cousin's partner has dressed up as Sid the Seagull. I'm going to try and find. Because she used to work for the Cancer Council. And it's quite gonna, ironic because Sid the Seagull wouldn't have to do any of those steps himself, would he? Because he's got feathers. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Maybe his little red legs yeah. would need some sun cream. Between 11 and 3, stick under a tree. And actually it's longer than that. These days it's about from 9 to about Quarter to six. Oh, yeah. You're not I went swimming out la- in the sun. Yeah, I went swimming last week at 7 pm at night and I still got bloody burnt and, mm. I, and I slip, slop, slapped all of the above. I'm going to find some Sid audio if I can and put it here. Yep. Slip, slop, slap. She can slide. Have fun outside, but don't get fried. Slip on a shirt, slop on sunscreen, slap on a hat. Six shade, slide on sunnies. Simple as that. Slip, slop, slap. Seek and slide, have fun outside, but don't get fried. Slip, slop, slap, seek and slide. So, Uh, I'm just glad my four-year-old didn't see that because he would have been appalled. It's really irresponsible. Now, Ned is very hot and his shirt comes off and Lee Kim is checking him out. And, okay, yes, it did pave the way for one of my favourite lines of the week, if not the year so far, when Ellie comes out to tell Ned off for swanning about shirtless and he says, yes, Miss Conway. Hello. Yes. Hot. And she kept saying, it's really hot. And he's like, yes, as in heat. It's hot as in heat. And then she just went off to hump a fan. (laughs) Yeah. Then she she flashed the fan. Because I know when I'm hot in a classroom, I just go and whip my shirt off and stand in front of the fan. That's not a confusing message for young adolescent boys at all. <laughs> she did remind me of when I go to the gym because they, they have an air conditioner at my gym. Not that I've been over summer. But um, 
I, I get way too hot when I exercise and I'm always like right at the pedestal fan. I'm like, I'll just do my, um, I can't think of any terms. Squats. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do my squats here by the fan. Yes. Like, and everyone else is in a proper formation or whatever. And I'm <laughs> just me over here. Face just blocking the airflow. <laughs> it's all about me, people. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes to find Ellie and she's got her buttons undone. There's something, if you work at a school... I feel really uncomfortable about ever removing any clothes whilst I'm at the school. Yeah. A few years ago, they employed a massage therapist to come and give teachers massages. And I couldn't deal with the fact that I was being asked to undress in an office at my school. It was really weird. Nah. You don't know. Undressing in any sort of workplace environment. Even if I bring a change of clothes to work to go to somewhere after work, I feel Mm. weird changing in the toilets. It's weird. It doesn't feel right. No, the likelihood of kids seeing you is just too high at a school. Busting in. In fact, it's... Miss Adams! Oh! If it's after hours, they're probably... I just wanted to go see the boys' toilets. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Why are you standing over the fan like that? (laughs) Uh, So it's very sexual, but I'm not into Ned and Ellie. So it's kind of wasted on me, this whole back and forth. The other thing that I found really odd was when Ned asks Ellie, where are the kids? And she said, oh, it's just too hot. I sent them home. That doesn't happen. Like you don't suddenly go, look, we've got period four, but you know what, guys, it's just too hot. Go home. Yeah, because that's (laughs) How are they getting home? Like those kids are probably all off like doing drugs somewhere. And their parents are probably like, yep, they're taken care of for the day. And then, no, they're just too hot. They're hiking to the Glen. This is they're having underage sex on the roof is yeah. what they're having. Uh, we did not do that in my primary school. But, you know, props to Zancan for having an adorable smart girl outfit. However, she was in long sleeves on a 30-plus degree day. Yeah, minor detail. Oh, and Loss was always um, wearing long sleeves as well. Yeah. And Ellie was in a shirt. Yes. Oh, no. But it was a see-through shirt. Mm. There wasn't a lot going on there. Easy to flap open. Yeah. Again, not something you wear when you're teaching kids. Thursday. So let's get to the home stretch. Thursday, pregnancy bombshell. And then Tarage, I think, has some winner lines here where she's like, salad anyone? (laughs) (laughs) And um, and and Paige, you'd have to be like, oh, what kind of, what's in the mayonnaise? (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't have a sushi roll. Thank you. (laughs) Soft cheese? No. Uh, Did you wash that lettuce? Which is pretty much how I do prepare a salad. It's like any kind. It's like eggs in there, dressings, yeah. like um, cured meats. Like yeah, it, just sort of, shove it all in there. Yeah, yeah. bit of cat feces, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> just anything to dress up a salad. And then you yeah. just eat it in a hot spot. Yeah, just anything to make those lifeless vegetables come alive. Yeah. I'll do it <laughs> now. Here's where the Who's Your Daddy committee gathers. Mm. You've got your drab, your laws, everyone's sitting around having a powwow going, who has she rooted? Who has Paige rooted? And then they make a list and then they think, Tyler! Dun, dun, dun. It's, Which I actually hadn't occurred to me. But it's, it's quite... It obviously hadn't occurred to Paige that that might be what no, people thought. Um, oh, no. I've slept with heaps of guys since then. <laughs> yeah, my God. Um, no, I don't mm. understand how they're being so optimistic about the Catholic Church. These parents, they're like, oh, well, she wouldn't have had sex with the guy she was in love with all year because he's a priest. Did they even mention him? Not not even at all. Oh, oh, oh no, Faye, I really need to know. I missed I missed the week because I watched that balloon crash week when they when they had sex in yeah. the hay. Yeah, and then yeah. when I came back to it again, he was still being a priest. Now, 
what happened in between there? Because when they left that after that route, he was going to go and talk to someone about it and they were going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, he was he, going to the Vatican. Yeah. Well, no, it was actually Townsville. He went to his oh. church in Townsville. Townsville. Right, Vatican. To see the bishop. Yeah, Townsville, so, same thing. Yeah. How? The, the answer there is not a lot. He went to Townsville and came back and went, ah, I'm going to stay a priest. Bought everyone a bottle of Bundy. <laughs> Has he confessed? <laughs> No, like uh, uh, he didn't even confess. He, he needs to confess. Well, he must have had it. He must have had. Fight a that hell, is Mary. sitting on his soul. He must that, have had a casual sin? chat. He must have had a casual chat with a bish up in towns. But oh, um, well, he's going to need to say a few hail marys because. But he, she's coming back like ready. Let's go. And he's like, actually, I'm keeping my priest job, and you can keep my baby. What, what did he say about the fact that they had sex? They barely mentioned it because they brought in this girl Simone from his past, and immediately oh, Paige was jealous of Simone, going well, and suddenly made it like a love triangle instead of no, 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 no. You guys had sex, and he's a priest. This is what you should be discussing, not mm. this other girl. So it was very. Um, I a- cannot understand if someone does that to you. How you can then be like drawing a picture of them in the park going, I want to be, oh. Well, in Paige's defence, she shut it down. As soon as he had doubts and went, I don't know, she was like, you know what? I'm done, buddy. I'm done here. She she did draw a line in the sand Mm. and went, well, fuck you. Because since then she's been really cold to him and like, get, get out of my face. Yeah. The drawing, so the drawing was probably a little lapse Just, in judgment. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was a nice tie back to when Loz drew a picture of Drab. Yes. Now, Piles, Pipes, and Tyler start freaking out because they think Tyler's might be the daddy. Mm. Which fair enough. Again, that should be a deal breaker. And yes. Pipes does actually say, if if you're the dad here, I'm bowing out. I can't understand why she's not more excited about the possibility <clears throat> that she could herself. Give birth to cousin siblings. Yes. Why doesn't she get on that straight away? That could be lovely. So it's lovely to have close cousins and it's lovely to have close siblings. And if you can be both, mm, that's why beautiful. Not? This was all summed up by Kate, our co-host on Twitter, Remude. I can't date the father of my sister's child. Shit got weird enough when my brother had a baby with my sister's sister. Because that's so true. Josh Willis, her brother fathered a child with Amber, Paige's half-sister by oh Lauren. God. So These families are just... Yeah, they need an influx of very new genes. Very blended, aren't they? It's a, yeah, they're all going to have haemophilia, aren't they? It's mm. like when you're playing The Sims and one of your other families moves out and starts accidentally populating with one of your other families uh, and then you're not sure who's haemophilia. related. Haemophilia, that's not it, is it? Haemophiliac. Yeah, that's... Haemophilia means would mean that you love blood, wouldn't it? No, isn't Hemophiliac. that... Hemophiliac. What's the one that those that stars the have? Royals have that? Yeah, where, where they just bleed. They're yeah, called bleeders. Yeah, Hemophiliac. They, they have light spotting. Yeah, Hemophiliac. Oh, yeah, well, it's more than light. So. Yeah, it's life-threatening. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. We'll get... Hematomering. <laughs> well, I'll get Tanaka one to look that up for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hemophilia. Yeah. yeah. Hemophilia, yeah. I cool. mean, it does mean that you love blood if you go to the Greek roots of that word, but hey. Who's going there? <laughs> <laughs> Me, apparently. So... The only person who's giving Paige any comfort about this pregnancy is Ned, who draws her a tattoo. Of a pregnant superhero. Mm. I thought that was a really nice gesture, and I'm actually going to get that tattoo, and I'm going to get that myself. (laughs) We're going to hold you to that, Penny. I really want to have, like, a pregnant Paige just on my, I don't know, on my thigh. Also, can you even get a tattoo while you're pregnant? No, I don't, was that the idea? I don't know what the idea was. I think Ned's going to get it. 
not allowed to have a spa. I mean. Ned's oh. going to get it on his back. <laughs> You're not allowed to have a spa. She's... Oh, she, if I see her get into that canning spa, yeah. I'll, I'll have words. You're not really selling pregnancy pen. There's a lot of restrictions. <laughs> there are a lot of restrictions. You can't eat. You can't have a spa. Yeah. You can't go to nightclubs. You just got to hang out in a sling in your lounge room. <laughs> uh, so also Tyler's like, I'd step up and be a dad to this kid. Yeah. And even Paige was like, mate. You just wouldn't have it. Yeah, just let's not. You don't have let's, the capacity. Let's Tyler. not go there. <laughs> But then the lovebirds make up because Paige is like, it's okay, guys. The guy I shagged that's now your boyfriend isn't the dad of my baby. Oh, that's awesome. But the weirdness is still that they rooted. So come on. Yeah. It's not even that – oh, sorry, I've already said this. It's not not even just that it's weird. It's that they were really – it was a really hurtful thing for them to do. Yeah. And it's a very short time frame yes. that has passed. Exactly. If not- you could possibly have impregnated your half-sister, why are you involved? Yeah, it's not like five years have passed. No. <laughs> five weeks have barely passed. She's only in the second trimester. Friday. Friday. I'm calling it Friday. 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 Awesome. Well, that's what I always call it, Friday. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Hashtag Friday. Oh, I understand now. <laughs> I thought you were just saying it with an accent. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I'm going to call it D-Day. Before we launch in, we've got to hear... That's nice. Let's hear from a bunch of our Neighbours listeners. Yes. Reactions, thoughts, theories. So we're going to hear from Sammy No Pants, Pete Taggart, Spicy Ben, Matthew Rimmer, and we'll finish with CJ and Kate from Neighbours. I have a theory on D... And I really, really, really hope I'm wrong because it would really suck if I was right. But I think that Zombie D is actually a fake D. She's just someone who looks a lot like someone who died out at sea. A few weeks ago when Toadie was talking about her, he said that her family had died or her parents, so perhaps this imposter D wants to milk some money out of it? I don't know. Let's hope I'm wrong. Hi, Vaya. This is Peter Taggart from Brisbane. I have a neighbour's theory, um, despite not watching neighbours for at least 10 years, maybe 15 years, and it's concerning D Bliss, of course, uh, which kind of sounds like a diet ice cream brand. I didn't realise her last name was Bliss. Shouldn't it be whatever Toadie's last name is? Because they technically got married. Anyway, besides the point, I think it might have something to do with, like, a Gone Girl-style disappearance. Like, she regretted marrying Toadfish, if you can even imagine such a world. Uh, and then... When she was in the water after the car crash, uh, she kind of swam to her freedom, her, her toadfish-free freedom. Maybe now she's feeling guilty about it, I don't know. But, you know, people love that Gone Girl uh, style story now. It's very popular. I can't see how they wouldn't have incorporated it into Neighbours by now. Hi neighbours, it's Spicy Ben from Twitter here um, calling in, like Rosemary Daniels, calling in for a conference call. Um, I have a bit of a mad theory about the whole D-Bliss slash Rebecca. Is she dead? Is she alive? Well guys, 
I hate to break it to you, but she's dead. She's as dead as Kerry Bishop Mangle after a duck shooting incident. I reckon that um, all this returning from the dead is a figment of Tony's imagination. He's dreaming it. It's some kind of mad, crazy symptom of Sonia's pregnancy. Um, and that once she gets past the first trimester, the dreams are going to end. And Tony's going to look at the actual back of the picture and see a date stamp of like August 2001 and go, huh? What the hell here? Um, and then he'll like get on the bloaters stony and it'll all be revealed that it was a big joke and the pictures from some kind of wedding that they went to for drongo frogs back in the day um, and then they'll have like five minutes of like I can't believe you did that and then a big barbecue and a couple of tinnies and a game of like wrestling to celebrate and yeah that'll be the end of that so apologies sorry to break people's hearts but yeah D is dead R.I.P. D bless Rebecca you can't just say Unmissable Greetings, team neighbours. Well, what a day it's been. I segued from the inauguration of President Trump to the return of hashtag DeadWifeD, and my emotions are all over the place. Obviously, little to go on yet, but the trailer for the week ahead was tantalising. May the return of D usher in an era of bliss for us all. It's Sarah and Paul. We've just caught up. We've just caught up and we've watched Depocalypse. I don't know what we're calling it. I'm so bloody sick of Sonia right now that I say, bring it on, bring on D. Yeah, hi D. Hi D. So yeah, about bloody time you got round to this, neighbours. OMG, it's CJ. I just got done watching the last episode of Neighbours uh, with D just coming on up to the front door and knocking on the front door. Also, she was super weird and maybe has been hanging out with her perfume all over the house, which is, I mean, that's not okay. <laughs> I thought the way the episode was shot was really interesting. It was like Dee was watching from a distance, like she was a bad person, but we love Dee. We're happy she's back, right? Anyway, I want to know why we're afraid of Dee being back. I mean, if I was Sonia, I'd be afraid, but like other people? Anyway. As usual, Sonia was just running around thinking everything was about her, but actually Tony could smell his dead wife. So that's weird. Most people don't want to have intercourse with their wife when they can smell their dead wife in the room, right? I mean, that doesn't happen to most people. OMG, I was delighted to see Dee again. It did make me wonder what she was going to say next, though. Hi, Tony. Did you order an Uber? Hi, Tony. Have you heard the good word about our Lord Jesus Christ? Hi, Tony. I'm here to collect the census form. Hi, Tony. Have you considered changing your electricity supplier? Hi, Tony. Mate, you've lost some weight. Look, so we've had a lot of emotions, and we'll get to D, but oh, let's knock off dodgeball first. First, okay. a couple of things here. Oh, God. There's some kind of event happening at Blazing Saddles, which is now somehow called the Rec Centre. And oh. the court looks like it's two and a half by two and a half metres. Also, it's too small for dodgeball. They're playing dodgeball in a, a venue that used to be a bar. It's like playing dodgeball in your lounge room. It doesn't work. I feel like you guys know a lot more about dodgeball than I do. Also, Get involved, Penny. Well, no, I didn't know about dodgeball because I always thought that this was called poison ball. Mm. Oh. Isn't Christina, do, does dodgeball... Christine looks look, like she's just, down at the dodgeball tournaments most weekends. I think kids just like to throw balls hard at each other. <laughs> and you can call it so whatever you like. in her 20s, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, throwing balls at other people, hitting them, 
and getting away with it under the umbrella of sport. And <laughs> it's some kind of youth event. It's like a church youth group event yeah, at the, Blaze. Those Christian gatherings are weird. <laughs> it's just these little jimmies there. They want to pretend that they're like normal kids, but there's an element of like a slice of Christ with yeah. it. This it's is, not okay. This is what Father Jack gave up rooting for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do this. Yeah. God, he must feel fulfilled. <laughs> it's good to pick up a physical activity. Mm, now exchange. that he's netted off the bar area. <laughs> so... Um, I mean, it was fun to watch Zancan just trying to yeah, throw balls at Ben. To um, She was good at dodging, wasn't she? Yeah. Mm. I did like her line, um, I don't know, the kid who she gave extra ice cream to at the table when she was working at the cafe. Did oh, you Jimmy, little line? Jimmy. Yeah, little Jimmy. And she said, I gave you extra ice cream because you've always respected me, unlike <laughs> some other people. So I think that's a powerful message. If you disrespect her, you're not getting extra ice cream. Yeah, it is. It's good. Ice cream is currency. I think they should yeah. employ that with Piper and Tyler. I think so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There's no ice cream for you after dinner if you keep rooting that 25-year-old mechanic. <laughs> that would uh, 100% that would work on me. Yeah. Now, Sonia and Toadie are having snuggles in the bedroom. Oh, and sniffing. There's having smells. There's smells in the room. <laughs> just all, all And she's Friday. pregnant, so she should be able to smell a lot high. better than he can. All Friday, I was like, where is Dee? Where is she? And I just kept expecting her to pop out from under the bed. All Friday. Because she was up the chimney at one point. <laughs> and the binoculars, clearly, with yeah. her. How long has she been sitting in those bushes for? It's like, where's Wally? They should have just inserted her into the background of yeah. a whole bunch of other scenes. Well, she's clearly wafting from across the road <laughs> into their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> the heat waves carrying her perfume. Where there was also some debate online about what fragrance she's wearing mm, that's so strong. It must be. It's like opium. She, oh. There will be people having asthma attacks all yeah. over. Yeah, one of those storm asthma events, <laughs> <laughs> which is apparently a thing now. Yeah, thunderstorm asthma. Yeah. So, yeah, give us a shout. What's she wearing? Is it Daisy by Marc Jacobs? Oh, <laughs> Red Door. Oh, uh, I was into Red Door. No, I had oh. as, a, as a teenager, I didn't understand perfume. No. So I just, when I went to overseas for the first time, I, I went to duty free and thought, well, you have to, it's, the law is you have to buy yeah. perfume through duty free, and I just picked one that I recognised. So I picked like Elizabeth Arden Fifth Avenue. Oh, so yeah, yeah. For a portion of year ten, I smelt like an, an adult businesswoman. <laughs> Everyone else was on Dewberry from the Body Shop or White Musk. <laughs> so what is Dee's perfume? I would like oh, to know. Powerful. Um, <laughs> And he's, it's, it's up his nostrils. He can't have sex. No, he's inhaled D. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it begged the question, like, was she just coming in and wandering yeah, around? That's, so, see, rolling that's what in I was the like, bedding. I, I just kept thinking she must still be there. Yeah. Like, she was going to come out of a cupboard or... <laughs> And what sort of perfume is it if he's not sure if it's a new fabric softener or yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's wearing um she's wearing Omo. Earth choice. <laughs> the Sonia would be more an Earth Choice girl. Yes. That's true. <laughs> oh no. Sonia I don't know. I got weird vibes from her. She's very desperate. Oh, she's weirded me out ever since she insisted on putting one of her own over over into <laughs> 
was weird before that. The minute that it was weird, the moment she said, "Oh, you guys aren't getting along that well." Well, what if I be your surrogate to have a baby? Yeah. Will that help? What if I create life and give it to you? Mm. Yeah. Will that fix your dating problems? It'll wreak havoc in my own relationship. <laughs> But that's irrelevant. Because also remember that this time last year, Mark was all set to walk down the aisle with Paige. This oh. time last year, yeah. they were planning the Paige-Mark mm. wedding. And this now, a year later, he's like, he's turned I've, always, I've always wanted a baby with this other lady. That's why it's so hilarious when um, he goes, oh, and remember what a long journey this has been, you know, to we had all those chats with Vivi. I'm like, it's been six weeks. It's like, we, we haven't even clocked a year. Like, yeah, that's weird. Some couples go a decade trying to have a kid. I know. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Angers me. <gasps> but more importantly, Sonia's not getting enough action in the bedroom. Oh, and so she pretty much humps the couch. <laughs> she should have gone and had a turn with Ellie's fan. Yes, yes. Ellie's Vibra fan. <laughs> Every school has one. <laughs> it's made me want to watch The Outlanders now. The Outlanders. <laughs> I've never seen it. Outlander. Yes. Oh, it's... <laughs> I'm glad we've cleared that up so I don't do an unfortunate search. Let's do a little sidebar about Outlander here. So okay. Outlander's based on, um, I think it was published first in the late 80s, Outlander. I you said Outlander. No, Outlander. It's uh, it's a series of novels set in Scotland. There's some time travel involved. Oh, you know I'm where out. You could, <laughs> you know where you could buy them? Yeah. Book depository. Book depository. Right. So on our Neighbourspod.com. I've got to do what Peter Carey's True History of the Kelly Gang. I've got to do Outlander. What was the other book I meant? We've got Ulysses. I'm yeah. going to give you a reading list, everyone. Infinite Jest. Infinite Jest. Just to show off. And I'm Jasper Jones because I like it. <laughs> Penny's books. Penny's books. Sorry, that's really rude yep. of me. Oh, Penny no, Tangy. No. And um, my book that I haven't written yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm not very good at things. Monsters in the Workplace. That's funny. <laughs> Who moved my cheese? It's not actually funny. It's a psychological exploration. Um, okay, so Outlander, there's a lot of problematic um, sexual politics in that book that mm. I'm not okay with. Mm. I don't want to read it. Heaving bosoms. Yes, yeah, so Sonia's like telling Steph, I'm going to spice things up in the bedroom. I'm going to bring some visual aids. And I'm oh, like, I thought she was going to get a pro wrestling video for him. You know what would have even been better? Wrestling porn. Wrestling porn. Well, Toadie was a wrestler, lawman. She comes home with um, a chick flick, essentially. She puts Outlander on and it births one of the best lines in Neighbours history and we'll hear from it now. Oh, good. It's not really in a heaving bosoms kind of mood, I guess. I won't stick it on you, saucy minx. What? That's what Toadie says to her. When? Because she says, I've got something to watch to get us in the mood. And he goes, well, stick it on then, you saucy me. Ah! Okay, I've got it. I'll... That's foul. Okay, here, here that is too. <laughs> you better stick it on then, you saucy mink. Yes. Hey? Hmm. Well, she's, she looks like she's growling at him and being really <laughs> predatory. <She's> like, <laughs> <laughs> she does do like a Spanish kind of voice. It's so wrong. And... Even if I was interested in her, if she did that, I would be right out of that room. Like, she's petrified. Also, it's the middle of the day. Everyone is going to nightclubs in the afternoon, yeah. sex in the afternoon. Everything's it's like, happening between three and four. I mean, I know it's daylight saving, so maybe it is closer to seven or eight o'clock. But mm. Doubtful. No, because then Nellie Fish should have to be home getting oh, ready yeah. for bed. Yes, she's off. Like, she slept Being... the kid on someone else. and. Okay, knock, knock, knock. 
Yeah, but before that, Sonia, sorry, Sonia no, tries to talk to Toadie about her feelings that she's worried that he's gone off her because she's, she's pregnant, pregnant to another man. And and he basically just won't talk to her about it. And I think, gets on his laptop. Yeah, and I think that's very, <laughs> I think it's very unfair that he's hiding, acting all weird and then hiding because she is going to be worried that, about, that it's about her and it's not about her. And so he should just say, look, I reckon Dee might be under the coffee table or something. <laughs> I can sniff her. I can smell her in the house. Because they had these shots as like someone was putting the bins out and yeah. there was someone rustling in the bushes. My asthma is triggered and I can't. I can hardly breathe. Because also she knows he got that photo of Dee and he knows someone's been mm. investigating her and he's called that off because he didn't want to open up yeah. old wounds. So, so why doesn't he just say, look, it's not about you? I'm still hung up on that thing. Yeah. Because he can't communicate. He's a man. He can't communicate. But what about Sonia? Shouldn't she go, it must be that crazy big huge thing that we talked that yeah. happened last week? No, no, no. Pregnant people never think about anyone but themselves. <laughs> I speak from personal experience. <laughs> it's all about her. Oh, yeah. And with the oh, with, yeah, the morning sickness when, when like she looks a bit, mm. well, morning and he's like, oh, not that shit again. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that shit again. Every day. Um, and then she has a little bout of morning sickness and she goes, mm, I'm going to take the bins out now. No, yeah, she that recovered is, too quick. That is not morning yeah, the sickness. The bins would set you off. Bin smell. Oh, bin no, smell is the pe- worst. Pregnant people with morning sickness do not take the bins out. God, no. no. If there's any kind of, uh, I would use I that for every single cleaning thing yeah. in the house. But having said that, I think it is good with morning sickness that normally it's just like a plot device for us to find out that the person's oh, yeah. pregnant. So I think it's really nice to see it being shown after people. Fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. this is the re- that they're pregnant because that is what But happens. Paige hasn't been hurling. Paige hasn't had a symptom. No, not everyone has it. But Paige is just the spotting. If, if Paige hadn't said I'm pregnant and I'm spotting, no we no one would know. No. Mm. But you know some people are just lucky. Yeah. Okay. And, and everyone she... suffers eventually. Yeah, good, good. Even if it's after the birth. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I do, it's weird that, I mean, it is normal to be paranoid about this sort of stuff, but Tony and Sonia did it like a couple of weeks ago. Like, calm down. Like, yeah. yeah. If that's it's not hot. if that's not doing it enough, then I don't know. Like, mm. I'm, yeah, a little bit surprised that she's, I guess, affects people differently. She did seem to apply when she was pregnant with Nelly Fish that he was all over her. Yeah, but that was his child, so yeah. maybe. But you can't put another one in once there's one already. <laughs> it's not how it works. <laughs> it's not like a, a cat getting with a litter. Oh. Okay. Can they do that? Yeah, I think they can. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I say things with no fact-checking. <laughs> I don't think you need to behind check it. Let's finish. We go from the heaving bosoms to knock, knock, knock at the door and I swear to God, I when that knock happened, I started. I got goosebumps. I was tingling. Yeah, see, yeah. I was disappointed because I, I thought that I'm like, oh, she's just going to be at the door, not like under the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Crawling out of the wardrobe. <laughs> uh, and also because, yeah, they never lock their doors at the Rebecca yeah. house. Yeah. So. Oh, I love the way. Oh, Steph must be knocking to give us privacy because otherwise she'd be in. Yeah, like, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, but she lives there, doesn't she? Also, if Steph like, knew they were rooting, why is she coming around to borrow milk or whatever? <laughs> she wants in. I was excited about the return of D ever since it was announced. However, I was not prepared to have the reaction that I did, which was just an audible gasp. 
of, of excitement. Well, imagine how Toadie felt if that happened to you. Imagine Toadie. Imagine how he feels. So it's knock, 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 open, D. And then you're like, oh, my God. This is me. This is my reaction. It was just my whole body just filled with air. It was amazing. And then, and then you were airborne. <laughs> Floated away, luckily. Kind of did attached a piece of string. And he anticipated this. Dee's first words back are, hi, Toadie. G'day. Brilliant. Yeah. G'day, buddy. Brilliant. Polite. Have I got a story to tell you? (laughs) (laughs) What's the haps? Are you married again? You are not going to believe this. Well, it's null and void because I'm back. Went for a swim. <laughs> just got done. Hashtag soggy. <laughs> it's so great. It's this is up there. It's very exciting. Soap tropes like this is evil twin story. Yeah. This is call off the wedding story. Coming back from the dead. Like this is the sweet yeah. spot. And it's so nice that they've referenced it back to Harold doing it before, where someone said in one episode, "Well, Harold, it happened to Harold." You yeah. Know? Mm. Uh, so it's really good. I mean. I have read some spoilers and I don't think it's actually going to be as interesting as all of the theories we've put to air on Neighbours. Mm. Uh, I, I hope well, she's mermaid. Because <laughs> they only showed her top yes. half. That's her. why it took her so long to progress from the bushes to the house. <laughs> it's like that movie Aquamarine. And yeah. that's the smell, fish. Yes. <laughs> and chlorine. <laughs> No, no, they live in the sea. She's not hanging out in the backyard pool. No, that's, well, maybe that's how she's got there. She's had to go from pool to pool to like, pool. Um, like in Finding Nemo so where he's got to go in, in Nemo when he's got to go from the fish yes. tank into the ocean. Yeah. But you're saying it's not that interesting. It's not as it's interesting be, as Well, how can mermaid? it not be fairly interesting she's though? She's been she in, Glen was in a car and fell off a cliff mm. into the water. It's got to, There's got to be something interesting there. Well, I'm... From what I've read, I think it's just going to be a carbon copy of the Harold situation with amnesia and... Oh, that's shit. Yeah, exactly. But where was she? Why couldn't anyone locate her? And why didn't she come back? Warrnambool. Warrnambool? Colac. Colac. Which is where his family lives, so really poor choice of location. really poor. But maybe she just went there... To find... For the weekend. ...him. To go hang out at Angie's... Angie's Roadhouse shop. So that's where we are at. Now... Christina, did you used to watch back when in the D days? Not a lot, but... Well, we knew her then. Yeah, well, that's right. There was yes. an element of interest because we knew her. Yeah, so... But I watched at that stage yeah. anyway, and then she came along into so our lives. Th- yeah. 13 years ago, Penny... Please Cri- don't say how long ago it was. Quite a while ago, Penny, Christina and I used to do comedy. Gosh, we were funny. We'd, we'd slayed. I'm shaking my head with the funny, funny memories. <laughs> Christina did a lot of improvisational comedy, and so did Madeline Everyone West. Loves that. She was in a Christina was in a troupe, yes, with a UPE at the end. And Madeline West did stand up as well for a little mm. while, and she mm. did some impro workshops yes. down at the Comics Lounge. She was really good at improv. Yes, she was. But also, I think she quite enjoyed shocking the audience with the fact that she was a wholesome was... soapy actress, and then every now and then she would just Ooh, swear. She was a swear bear. Yeah. yeah, she would just put a lot of dirty material in there. I like that. And she was very, she was, she was funny and she was very nice personally as well because when someone come, like that comes along into a group, sometimes you can feel a bit intimidated because she's very glamorous, very beautiful. Mm. And, and she's around a lot of comedians that weren't successful. So, mm. But she was just so nice and friendly and so you just... Down to earth. Well, 
Yeah, but she just like had a way of like making you go, oh, it doesn't matter that you're like 18 times more glamorous than me. Yeah. 1,800 million. And I think, you know. <laughs> Only 16.5% for it's me. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, and you guys have done that for me as well, so that's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. And the, the comedy circle was fun. It was a fun time. Yeah, so exactly. She got to well, let her hair down. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen it up. It's always down. That's true, actually. I've yeah. never, I've never seen it no, up either. It was always down. Mm. You're right. So yeah, we all would watch it and go, "Oh, there's Madeline. She's yeah. on the telly." Uh, and so it's, it is. I think that's why it is quite special to me as well. It's like, so I knew her at the time. She's mm. coming back. It mm. was such a big storyline. Her going over the cliff. Toadie, you know, was a was a diamond. Not diamond in the rough. Toadie wasn't the most. He was a topaz in the rough. Yeah, he wasn't the most. Attract, conventionally lead- attractive fellow, no. so it was lovely that he found. It was amazing that he found love, and then he was. Yeah, she, she was, the and right. he found it twice since. Pot yeah. for the lid. Yes, so it, it's was huge. She the lid, or is he the pot? I don't know. Yeah, she's the lid. Someone was a lid. <laughs> so it's huge. It's amazing, and that's it. That's where they left it. So this time next week, I'll have CJ and Kate back, and we're going to do the powwow of every damn day yes. of D. Yeah. Mm-mm. And if you go to neighbourspod.com, you can watch the vlog where I went and found Dee in a library uh, where she was reading excerpts from her book and I asked her about coming back to Neighbours and she was talking about how she's going to be directing and writing some episodes. So, Oh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, so uh, no matter how long Dee's stint is, Madeline will be around, mm. which is good. People will be able to smell her. <laughs> Through the television. Yeah. We didn't talk about Steph and Mark Rutten and how much Rutten they did. Go for it. Do I know you don't want to do you? Nah. No, no. Leave it. it makes nah. me feel dirty. No, to sum it up, a lot. There was a lot of rooting. And Mark oh. Brenner, because I have, I did, yes, you know, I got okay. ready, you know. So. Oh, of course. Oh, yep. This is remiss of me because Penny is now known around, among the Neighbours mm. Council for her very good doll cop impersonation. Mm. And he put on a little bit of a pantomime voice to seduce mm. staff. Was he putting on a voice? I think so. Oh. He will. He came yeah. in. He came in and pretended to be a rich I have, well, gentleman. Yeah, but I haven't yeah that was really that. wrong. Anyway, I'll do it. Okay. Hello, um, I'm the Countess of Shrewsbury the Third. Do you have a room? I'd really like to lick you out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's far saucier than I'd anticipated. Yes. Oh no! And then you just casually got a drink. <laughs> They're, yep, that's... That's that, alive and well. That's mm. dull cop at work, but not in the boudoir. No. He was quite arrested. Finally, in that scene. let's go around the table because I like to do a new segment called Citizen of the Week oh, yeah. or Citizen of the Week. I can go first if you like. Well, I'll do the obvious one and that is Citizen of the Week, D Bliss. There yes, we go. Yes, correct. I think Citizen of the Week is Tyler. Oh, he got it last week too. Yeah. Or... No, I, th- I think it's Tyler. Yeah, and what's your reasoning there, Christina? He's just working his way through everybody and sort of absolving himself of any responsibility anywhere, just relying on, I don't know, other people's goodwill to get him through things. <laughs> may have impregnated your half-sister. Oh, no, I haven't, but that's okay. Everyone still seems quite happy with yeah. me being around. I may have walked yeah. out of my job, but keep paying me. Yeah, no, he's just time for a haircut. Yeah. I know I've said this before, but I I'm, I will say this. Um, Ned, sun smart, bad. Mm. Next week, I don't. I want to see him in a flap hat and a rashy. Mm. Um, if he's going to be outside wow. in the sun in the middle yeah. of the day, see, very bad example. Neighbours, characters, listen up. It can come down to you wearing a shirt or not. 
Mm-hmm. Being, yeah. You violating sun smart regulations. Melanomas don't discriminate. This is sh- no. This, if, well, they do. They do actually a little bit. Oh, <laughs> because if you've got lighter skin, yeah, they do. <laughs> a lick of sunscreen. I could... don't think you should say lick <laughs> after what Penny said. <laughs> could get in the way. It could be the difference between you getting citizen of the week and you getting citizen of the week. Yeah. And that's that. Oh, gals. I feel like I've, I'm changed now because of this changed. day. Yeah. I'm glowing. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of my own heat wave. I've got a light sheen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. I want to talk about this more. I want to hear from everybody. Neighbourspod.com. Drop us a line. Christina is on Twitter. CVA underscore pony. I'm never going to ask you what that means. So it's fine. I like ponies and yeah. I have three. Christina Victoria Adams. Yeah. Oh, I thought because I used to be part of the Calisthenics Victoria Incorporated. (laughs) Ah, yes. No, no calisthenics reference or knowledge. So. Oh, okay. It's your name and you like ponies. Yeah. Mystery soul. (laughs) Yeah. And Penny Tang the on Twitter or pennytangy.com.au with some very humorous blogs. And Christina, you need to get a blog. Like what's going on? I don't understand how to set them up. Oh, it's not hard. I'll get CJ to do it. CJ CJ made our website. It's really pretty. All right. She can make that happen for me. And I'm Vaya Pashos or Neighbours Pod on Twitter. And thanks for listening. Much appreciated. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me too. The sun's shining down. The sun desperate to brown. But skin cancer isn't so hot. No, it's not. So if you take a run... Or work in the sun Should you sizzle like a sausage? Most certainly not Be especially careful about small kitties Just say these simple words Slip, slop, slap It sounds like a breeze when you say it like that Slip, slop, slap In the sun this summer Say, slip, slop, slap Slip, slap Slip on a shirt, slop on sunscreen and slap on a hat. Slip, slop, slap. You can stop skin cancer. Slap, slip, slop, slap. Slip, slap, It's so simple. Slip, slop, slap. It's going to be born with stigmata. We know <laughs> yes. that. You can just say that last line again. Oh, it's going to be born with stigmata. <laughs> and Christ was with us then.